Welcome back to Your Best Year Starts Here, and I have no idea what episode number this is. Your best year starts right here. Your best year starts right here. Perhaps the best is this one. You know what? Whatever episode is, it's going to be a good episode, and it's probably 129, because that sounds like a good number, uh, but who knows? So I had an idea, and let's see how you go with this. Imagine it's a year from now. So we are now 2022. It's May the 10th. Okay. What do you wish you would have done last year? Bearing in mind, it's May the 10th, 2022. What do I wish I would have done? Or what do I intend to have done? No. What do you wish you would have done? Bearing in mind, it's now May 22. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is that stuff I wish I'd done that I have done or wish I'd done that I'm regretting that I didn't. Regressing that you haven't done. I don't know. I don't know, because the things I'm thinking of right now looking forward are stuff I intend to do. Okay. So here's the point for me. I I know that health will still be an issue for me because I get lazy. I know that, you know, we'll have finished another book together, which will be great, but will I have done a hundred videos and created a course online. Um, I know the way my brain works is that I can go into what I call lazy mode because I, I'm busy. Mm-hmm. So I'm asking everyone on here who's listening today that we're going to get to another year's time and there'll be things you haven't done and either acknowledge you're just never going to do it. But in some cases, like mine, for example, I'll be getting towards 60 by this time next year. I don't want to be the same weight that I am now. I, don't, I want to be fitter by then. So I've got to start creating things, but I've either got to hold myself accountable, get an accountability partner, do something very drastically different because it hasn't worked for the last six years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've had those moments of real clarity. I lost a lot of weight for my son's wedding whenever it was, but I'm slipping into bad behaviors for many reasons. But at least I know about it. There are many people who don't even acknowledge it and don't understand that stuff that they want to accomplish won't happen unless, one, they stop. You know, I had a friend who used to say, you need to stop, look, correct, and take action. Mm-hmm. So I'm now stopping. I'm looking at where I am. The problem is, am I going to take corrective action? Or am I just going to say, it's another year? It, you know, I'm now... So I'm 59 this year, which means in theory, on the exercise I've just said, I'll nearly be coming up to 60. Mm-hmm. I've seen, you know, my parents who, thank God, are, you know, they're 89, but aren't in great health. But I've seen people of 80 plus who are in great health, who've done different decisions, who've taken mm-hmm. different choices. So here's for everyone. What accountability are you going to put on yourself? But do you have an accountability partner who's going to step up mm-hmm. and make this happen? Otherwise, we're going to have this conversation in a year's time where we're going to say, what didn't you do? You know, so whether it's writing a book, whether it's making amends with a family, whether it's looking after your health, whether it's finding a new partner, finding a new job, creating stuff online, things have got to change, but you will need support and you will need an accountability partner. And I'm not saying I'm definitely going to change everything that I'm doing because I've said it before. You and I have sat in my house And we've said it before. So something's got to change. So I'm not sure if it's mindset, 
if it's attitude, if it's I can't be asked, you know, because <laughs> well, there's something going on. Yeah. But I do know that, you know, without health, you can't create wealth. I know that without health, I can't see my grandson and possible other grandchildren grow up. But still, that's not a big enough pull because I haven't done something about it. Mm. So I want everyone who's listening not to think that we have all the answers, because trust me, you and I have got some flaws in our lives. Yep. And we talk about it, we read about it, we share about it. Yep. No one is perfect. The question is, are you willing to own it, acknowledge it, and share it? Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the things for me in terms of an intention I've got, and so, you know, if I'm listening to this in a year's time and I haven't done it, I am going to be annoyed with myself, but I have every intention of getting it done so that I'm not in that position, is you know, having taken, to be quite frank, too long to publish my first book, I want to be in a position where you said May 22, right? So by May 22, you know, May 2022, I want at least four books out. And I know to some people they might go, "What? That's that? You know, that's you know, four books in the space of about a year. Behave, Neil. You know, like most people, it takes them a year or two to get one. I I know what's involved in the process now of getting that book." onto Amazon and into people's hands. I know what's involved in that process. And if I'm really honest, the process actually from an almost completed manuscript to an actual printed book was quicker and easier than I ever would have imagined it to be. And I think in my own head, I had this story of how complicated it was gonna to be to get my manuscript in print and in someone's hands. And I've discovered it's not that hard. And so having discovered it, and don't get me wrong, it's not, instant it's not an immediate thing but it's not that hard right the steps involved are not that difficult and i think having actually experienced that i'm now like well why don't i do it again you know and part of the process of writing the book and i actually talk about this in the book was realizing that i had to kind of shift my identity a bit and go well actually neil you're an author like if you want people to read your book you first have to accept that you are an author you remember that thing I sent you that said, I'm a writer? Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. And it's like, having got to that point, though, of I am an author, well, authors don't only author one book. Some do, but most don't. You know, it's a bit like if you, you know, we have Midjour on as a guest, you know, you don't turn around to someone like Midjour and go, well, you put one record out, so you're a musician. Now, some musicians are one hit wonders, whatever. But, you know, Midjour's been making music for decades and is still making music and may or may not have the same size of audience as he's had at different points in his career, but it doesn't stop him being a musician and keeping going. And I think for me, the process of writing that first book or you know, getting that first book published, it's actually not the first one I've written, but getting that first book published was a, a recognition of, I am an author and as an author, I should continue writing. And so, you know, even though I've finished that book, I'm writing every day. Now, sometimes that's, you know, it's poetry or song lyrics or it's, it doesn't matter what it is, but I write every single day, even if half of that might never see daylight because it's, it's for me. And it's a discipline of saying, I'm an author now. And, and I think that's the point. It's, you know, and, and it's like when I turned my health around back in 2009 and dropped a load of weight and everything else, it was getting into a discipline of going, well, these are the things I need to do in order to be who I wish to become. You, and, said, you said a very clever line. You said, I am, and which are the two of the most powerful words yep. ever in the English dictionary. So if everyone who's listened to this 
decided to make an app, didn't just do an affirmation, but said, I am a, or I am love. I am an athlete. I am a father, whatever it might be. But, and you looked at it every day, then ask yourself, so what am I doing in alignment with my I am statement? Exactly that. Exactly that. And and, and that's the point I was going to make. And again, actually, and, you know, this isn't me trying to you know, talk through my book, but in Dumbbeats Perfect, that's exactly what I talk about. It's like, decide, decide who you need to be, then operate as if you're that person, which means working out what kind of habits that person has, what kind of rituals that person has. And starting to adopt them and, and, and accepting the fact you won't get them all right at the beginning. You know, if you decide you're a pianist, but you've never played a piano before, you're not going to sit down and become you know, the best the best pianist in the world on day one. It's, it's highly, highly unlikely to happen. But if you sit down every day and you play that piano, you'll get better day after day after day after day. You know, and we talked about this a few episodes ago, the 75 hard thing that I've been doing. Um and at time of recording this, which by the time you're listening to it, it will be way, way further into the future than you know where we are recording it. By the time of recording this, I'm on day 40 of 75. And you know, I've basically been following seven habits because that, that's really what this thing is. It's seven new habits for 75 days. Okay, so if I was to strip it back and ignore the detail of what it is, it's seven new habits for 75 days. Now, I pretty much guarantee you two things. One, when I get to day 76, I'm probably not going to follow all seven habits on day 76. But I also pretty much guarantee you I'm not going to drop all seven of them. And, and I think that's the point. It's like, you know, how can I discipline myself for, say, 60 days, 75 days, you know, a, a substantial chunk of time, not a week, but, you know, at least a couple of months where I've effectively got a checklist where every day I go, have I done that? Have I done that? Have I? And you check off your six, seven things, you know, and if you miss one, you go back to day one because you've made a commitment that you're going to do it for 60 days or 75 days or, you know, whatever it is you decide on. But you, you check them off a list. And I think if you do that consistently enough and you check things off a list consistently enough for enough time, what's going to happen? Some of it you're going to go, actually, I quite enjoy this. Because even if I don't enjoy the process, I enjoy how it makes me feel when it's done. You know, do you think I enjoy doing two workouts per day of a minimum of 45 minutes each when one of them must be outside? I haven't done the outside one yet. And again, on the day we're recording this, it's snowing outside my house. It shouldn't be. You know, we're in April. It shouldn't be snowing in April, but it is. I know you, it's probably May when you're listening to this, but you know, right now it's April and it's snowing. And do I want to go and exercise outside in the snow? Not really. But have I made a commitment to myself that means I'm going to do it anyway? Absolutely. I, I think that's the key word. It's that commitment you've made to yourself as against the commitment you've made to partners or staff or whatever. You know, if you break your commitment to yourself and you don't, then don't trust yourself, there's no chance of trusting other people. Exactly. So that commitment to yourself. And I think they're the key words. You know, I, I think... I'm happy to commit to myself that my health is important because that's just obvious, obvious. That's more of a statement than an action. No, no, so, no, no, no. I've better come on to that. So that's my statement. Now I've got to commit to certain things. And by the time you get to next, the next podcast we do, I will declare publicly what they will be. I'm not prepared to do it today. So I need to think about it. But no, because I, I just don't know in my sure. mind what's going to work. But the commitment is, I know my health is important. Now what am I going to do to commit to that statement is is, is the next part of the episode. Yep. So 
Well, I, I mean, I think the other thing I would say on that is, you know, the 75 hard thing that I've been doing, okay? Um, I'm not in any way affiliated with it. There's no commissions involved. It's free anyway, okay? Yes, there is an app you can buy. Yes, there is a book, but you don't need them. You don't need them. Um, if you Google 75 hard, you will find it. Uh, it's created by a guy called Andy Frisella in the, in the US. But it's, it's open enough that you can interpret it in a way that works for you. Because those two workouts, one of which must be outside, that can be going for a walk. So could you go for a walk twice a day for a minimum of 45 minutes each time, as an yeah. example, right? Yeah. Yeah. And if, and if right now you're not even walking for, I know you walk the dog every day, but you know, if right now you're not even walking for 20 minutes a day is walking for 45 minutes a day instead of 20 minutes or 90 minutes a day, instead of 20 minutes a day, going to make a significant impact on your health. If you do it for two and a half months, probably, you know, is um, giving up all cheap meals and alcohol. Now, again, I know you and I don't drink, but for anyone that's, you know, that does is giving up alcohol for two and a half months going to make a difference to your life. Almost certainly. Is giving up all cheap meals? Almost certainly. Is drinking a gallon of water a day going to make a difference and keep, get you properly hydrated? Almost certainly. You know, is following a diet and 75 hard doesn't say what that has to be. So, you know, for me, I'm 16, eight fasting, which means I only eat in an eight hour window per day. Um, I've also cut all processed sugars from my diet, you know, um, but that's it. It's it. So it's not it's not like super rigid in terms of this. You know, there's not very many things I can't eat if I want to. I just have a, a bit of a window there, you know. Um, and the other, the two other bits of it is one is taking a progress photo of yourself every single day. Well, it's not hard to do, but it, you do have to remember. Um, but it's quite interesting because if I look at day one and I look at where I am now on day forty, I can see a difference. Um, and uh, so, can, so can I. Thank you. Um, but then the other, you know, the, the other sort of final bit to it is reading a minimum of 10 pages per day from a non-fiction book. And my advice would be a book that's kind of motivational, inspirational. You know, what do you think reading a minimum of 10 pages a day of a book that's going to help you feel good about yourself does? Well, I think right? the, the answer just in the last four words. I know. Yeah. But 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 my point is, it's it's almost in some ways. I'd go so far as say that's almost the most important bit. But it's all of the other stuff puts the discipline in, so you actually believe it. So if you you know if you go read a book that's telling you all these things are possible to you, whether that's you know Nigel's Impact Code, whether that's my book Dumbbeats Perfect, whether that's Tony Robbins, whether that's Jack Canfield, I don't I don't care what you're reading, right? You know it could be somebody's biography that they inspire you. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, I'm on my third, no, fourth book since I started this thing because I've been reading more than 10 pages most days. Um, you know, but it, it doesn't really matter what book you choose. But if you're reading a book that makes you feel better about yourself and you're taking actions where you're proving to yourself that you can be consistent, guess what? It, it, it's, it's a breeding ground. And have I lost weight in the first 40 days? Yes. Was that my intention? No. But I've actually lost, I think, uh, 14, 15 pounds now, you know, just over a stone. Um, am I feeling more energized, more awake, more alert? Yes. Am I noticing my self-confidence, which wasn't exactly bad, is even better? Yes. You know, it, it's all there and it's it's happening whether I want it to or not. And so, you know, the one thing I, and I'm kind of throwing this almost as a gauntlet to you, Nigel, if you haven't figured that out already. I know where this is going. I know where this is going. Even if you modified it slightly, 
what is a version of what I've been doing that you could do? Because I reckon 75 days, you would see a significant shift towards some stuff that you might actually keep going. I know, and we've shared this before, if I do anything for 21 days, I've created a habit. So, you know, if I did the 21 day version, I'm halfway there because I'm not using this Friday night excuse or Saturday takeaway excuse. I've just got to do it for 21 days. And that's why I'm saying by the time we get to next week, I will have committed to a 2142, 2142, 64-day program because mm -hmm. it's not that complicated for me. I've just got to work out at what I'm going to commit to so it's on this podcast so that everyone knows I'm not bullshitting. So I will see you next week. I was going to say, so I think we'll wrap the episode up there, but here's, here's what I want our listeners to do. Two things. Um, one is the normal thing of leaving us a review and all that kind of stuff. But the other one is this. I want you to think about what your own version of this challenge could be for 60 or 75 days. And I want you to make sure that Nigel is, a, is accountable to what he just said. So Ooh. if the next episode that comes out doesn't have Nigel talking about that, because we won't be recording it today. And so by the time we get to recording it, it might be two or three weeks from now, and he might have forgotten. If for any reason we don't do that, I want you to call him out on social media. If you're connected with him on LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever, I want I you to call I, I him out. Like this. I want you to call him out and ask him if he's genuinely figured it out and has started doing it yet. Okay, I agree. There you go. Okay. Cool. And we'll see you next week. See you soon. Be good. Have fun. Bye.